0: independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: You know, we can start with politics, we can start with nuclear war potentially, we could start with all of it, but instead we're going to go to a small little area in Texas called Arlington and start with some history.
2: Here's the 1-1. One, one. Swung on. There it goes! Deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone! Number 62 to set the new American League record Aaron Judge hits his 60 second all the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him just think of it three Yankee right fielders the Babe hitting 60 and 27 the Jolly Roger hitting 61 and 61 and now Aaron Judge Hits his 62nd home run. The most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season.
1: That's right. Aaron Judge last night against uh, the trivia question. That's what he's going to become. Jesus uh, Titico, I think his name is. And he was the guy who gave up the 62nd home run to Aaron Judge. History indeed. I was watching... uh, because ESPN, everybody flips around. But I was watching earlier that he was frustrated. It was a day-night doubleheader. So they play you know a game earlier in the day, and then they come back and play a game later at night, a day-night doubleheader. Like, it, it, they were batting him first. They wanted him to get as many at-bats as possible. And, man, he came out one of those things where he grounded out or something, and he threw his helmet. You could see it was getting to him. Right? He was pressing.
3: It's, it's a big relief. You know, I think everybody can finally sit down in their seats and watch the ball game. That's right. Yeah, that's
1: right. Some people knew what's was going to happen.
0: Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it tonight when I sat down here. I said, he's going to get this on the first hit.
4: Now they got to go and win the World Series. And that's what they have to do.
0: Now,
1: the question becomes, and it's an important question, what do you do with the ball? Who caught the ball? The person who caught the ball is a vice president of Fisher Investments. His wife is a Dallas area sports reporter. Corey Yeomans is his name. And he caught the ball. By the way, good work on your wife, Corey. Uh, And... What happens when you catch the ball? Well, when you catch the ball, they come for you. And by that, I mean Major League Baseball, the uh, the security, police, they surround you, and they take you and whisk you away. And, yes, they authenticate the ball. So you got the ball. What's it worth? Right now, starting, $2 million. Two million bones is what it's worth. I don't know what he's going to do with it. That's what I'm asking. I actually put it on Twitter. You know, I don't tweet a lot, but eh, maybe I'll start tweeting a little bit more. I put it on Twitter, and this is what it is. What would you do if you caught Aaron Judge's historic 60-second Omer Ball? Sell it. It's worth cash. You're probably going to get more than two million. Keep it for now. Right? Give it back to Aaron or undecided. I love, again, what Aaron said.
3: That's a souvenir for a fan, so you know they made a great catch out there and you know they got every right to it
1: boom i love that i love that if you don't know who Aaron Judge is, he is he's a behemoth of a man he's it's not it's it almost looks bizarre that he plays this sport when he came around and he touched home base guys i'm going to tell you this right now i thought man he's celebrating with those uh with a, with look with all the little ball boys and stuff and and the little bat boys no those were his other teammates only Giancarlo Stanton on his team is anywhere near the size that he is, but he's just a good dude, and it's like that's a fan's ball. That's awesome. And by the way, he bet on himself this year. They offered him a contract seven years, like two hundred fifteen million. He turned it down. Record breaking year, and he'll be in the lineup today. Today's I think the final day of of the baseball season. And he has a chance to get the triple crown, which is home runs, RBI's batting average. He'll be in it because he wants that triple crown. But that money's going to be big. That seven years is probably going to be 10 now. And in baseball, that last three years, you're paying for the service prior to. So I'm giving you money that I'm going to be paying out for a long time, knowing you're not going to be worth it those last three years. So good for him, and it's just nice to start with something that isn't. And I, and I was telling, I was telling my uh, on my local show because uh, my partner on my local show, uh, Gatos, who I love, is, is one of my. He's just he's a great guy. He's from New Jersey, loves the Yankees, freaks out every time Aaron comes up because he wanted to see this, and he is so excited. But I said, you know what's funny, man. I said, and this is something I think we all need to take. We are so much closer and united in so many things. There was 40 plus thousand people there last night. Not all Republicans, not all Democrats, not all black or white, straight or gay. Just 40,000 plus people that came to watch a baseball game in history. And they were all cheering. And he wasn't at home. He was in Texas. And I think, man, that's we, we need to remember that. We do. We need to remember that. And I think too often we get caught up in an issue that makes everybody emotional, and then we forget, oh, yeah, hold on a second. Maybe we're, we're, we're closer than we think. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, Elon Musk, is uh, he's back <laughs> to Twitter. I think
5: he knew, uh-oh,
1: I'm not going to win this
5: thing. I better figure something out. Elon Musk relented, apparently coming to the conclusion he could lose a dispute in Delaware Chancery Court over his desire to abandon the $45 billion acquisition of Twitter. In a letter, his attorneys informed the social media platform Musk intended to proceed to the closing of the transaction, as originally planned in April at $54.20 a share. Twitter said it received the letter and intends to close the deal. Musk has discussed fixing fake accounts, which he has said have littered Twitter. He also said he would allow former President Trump back onto the platform, though Trump has said he is not interested.
1: You're interested. You know you are. You're absolutely interested. If you can pimp out your truth and everything else, you know, do you have 77 million followers. You don't have that on truth. So let's not even pretend. Secondly, and we'll get deeper into this a little bit later, uh, of why I think it's good. Uh, even though everybody freaks, out, I can't believe it. I love watching people lose their mind. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is giving people a free speech? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. But it is funny. Uh, how did you flip like that? Right? How? 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 What? What took? There's a lot of things that took place. Right? First of all, I think he had a case. If you came to the bots, I want to see how many bots you really have. Because Twitter's reach isn't as big as you think. It's reach in society is bigger. Meaning the impact it has on individuals with the blue check marks in state capitals and in in the the social justice world at D in the DC level is large. The impact on the everyday life of so many more Snapchats, way bigger. It crushes Twitter. You're like Oh, yeah, Instagram laughs at Twitter size, but their influence is so much greater. He had, I think, a chance if he would have went after, hey, uh, uh, I want to see how many bots you really have. Not saying I'm not going to buy it, but I'm not going to give you all this money if you're just full of bots. But one of the excuses apparently in the text messages back and forth of why you didn't want to buy it. We had Twitter uh, showing um,
6: text messages that suggested that musk was trying to get out of the deal essentially for reasons that had to do with the political situation you know slow down because there might be world war three that is not a basis for getting out of the deal as it turns out world war
1: three can happen and he still has to close and by the way if world war three did happen let's just say it did and there is a possibility that we're heading in a direction of some sort of world war three whether it's nuclear i i don't know what it looks like uh, but there's definitely a path in which we could head down that path. it really doesn't matter at that point right <laughs> am I right am I right, am I right? like if it, if it happens eh, you know if, and we go nuclear nobody's going oh I should tweet something no I don't think so I, I really don't think so that was that was one of his his like oh, so maybe maybe I, maybe I should try uh, this no no the bots thing I think you had a real good chance because I think there's a lot of that out there. And the other question is like, okay, so now what? Like, what are you going to do with the thing?
7: The whole text exchanges kind of paint a picture of uh, a guy who doesn't really have a grand plan and kind of willy nilly proposed a forty four billion dollar takeover of a giant social media company. I think one of the things
1: that uh, I have heard is he's going to get rid of a lot of the mid-level management kind of people and hire more competent coders. He wants to do a TikTok-like thing, which is hard to compete against. Uh, he'll try some stuff. Don't know if it's going to work. He overpaid for something. And at the end of the day, you overpaid for something. And I think that's the frustration. Ah, they got one over on me. Of course they're going to do the deal. Thing, the thing's not worth $44 billion. They're getting ready, right now there's a big, they're going to sell the Phoenix Suns. And if you buy them, you get the the WNBA team for free. Really? Yeah. We're not charging? You? Yeah. Do I have to? Yeah, you have to. Oh, man. But they're valuing that at like two plus billion dollars. You could have bought the entire NBA for that. You would have had a better reach. You overpaid for something. Now what can you do with it? 323 5, 3, 538 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. It's Woke Wednesday. We got a lot of woke fun stuff to talk about. Absolutely more on this and why it's good that free speech could be returning. And uh, for a lot of you out there who are uncomfortable with that, just take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. I promise you. I promise you. Stuff going on in Ukraine. We'll talk about that as well. Rough Greens, R U F F Greens.com slash chat. Go to Rough Greens, and right now you're going to get free bag. Dr. Dennis Black and the entire staff is going to send you out a free bag. It is the best supplement. I give it to my mom, uh, who's got larger dogs. So they've got like a Belgian mauwa which is like a German Shepherd-like dog. Uh, they've got a, uh, you know, uh, the Beethoven dog, St. Bernard. And they're, you know, the St. Bernard's a little bit older. No problems. Loves the, Loves the taste, but no problems with their hips. No problems with energy. It's amazing. And I'm telling you guys, it works. Right now, get a bag for free not going to cost you anything it's a bag for free all you have to do is go to roughgreens.com slash chad try it for yourself cover the cost of shipping it's yours it's a couple bucks roughgreens.com slash chad roughgreens.com slash chad chad benson show
0: Hashtag me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show.
8: There's always been a hope that there would be some sort of a diplomatic off ramp. No more. Uh, Putin has essentially shut the door on any kind of a diplomatic resolution. And then again today, we said, saw President Zelensky saying he would not negotiate with Putin. Didn't say he wouldn't negotiate with Russia, but not with Putin. So with his military losing badly on the, on the uh, battlefield, uh, Mr. Putin is personally running out of options and is in danger of losing control of his uh, regime.
1: Yeah. Yeah he is uh uh you know i mean it, it's people around the world are laughing at him because now he has taken over the military which is a massive blunder as you well know uh when you go back in in history and look at the people who take over the military <laughs> who are the leaders how's that usually go poorly oh you guys are imbeciles i'll do it myself and it's 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 a mess his conscripts are dead men walking and i say that because some of them are boys some of them are older men but they're not the best
4: russian reporters are saying that their forces are outnumbered and outgunned and that in many places it's ukraine that has better men better intelligence and weapons thanks to that western support
1: yeah another 625 million and by the way we say in some cases it's pretty much all the cases we're not even pretending anymore we're like looking at their plans going, what are you guys going to do? We're doing this. No, you're not. You're doing this. Here, let me tell you. Here's all of our intelligence. Here's all the sites. Here's the pictures of them. Go have fun. It's over. He knows it. It's done. The fear is, will he do something? Crazy. The crazy, the conscripts, is terrifying. 300,000 men. We talked to Mike Lyons last week. What did he say? It's like at least a year before you would see the battlefield. It hasn't been two, three weeks. They're given uniforms, in which case they don't fit in many cases. They're giving some pre-Soviet era gun-like stuff. It's horrible. And they're sent out there to be cannon fodder. And if you're a study of history, go look at Stalingrad and and go look at all the great battles they had. The Russians figure you're a number. They have a finite amount of bullets. Eventually, they're going to run out. So, essentially, you're a bullet catcher. You follow the person who's got the gun. When they get shot, pick up the gun. When you get shot, somebody's behind you. That's terrifying. Could he go nuke? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe
8: Nobody's thinking that what Putin's going to do is, is take a multi-megaton massive bomb that would you know, incinerate a major city and, and uh, detonate that. In the Ukraine, they're talking about smaller yield, and in and, and nuclear weapons, small is never really small, but somewhere between uh, maybe 50 and, and, and 10 kilotons. So this would be at least what people are surmising, it'd be some sort of a demonstration in an open area over the Black Sea to say, I'm serious and I'm losing.
1: And if you haven't seen, supposedly, what they have, the Poseidon drone, and this is what they allege in their new ginormous sub, it's a drone that goes out, it detonates in the water, it causes massive tsunamis, in some cases up to 1,600 feet tall, wiping out coastal areas. Now, they allege that, our intelligence like, yeah, we don't think they have it. But that's what they allege. We shall see. We shall see. Awful to say the least. We're finding out more about the guy who caught the ball. What are you gonna do with the ball, Corey?
2: That's a good question. I haven't thought about it. You gotta keep it people, or are you gotta give it back the hearing. Yeah.
1: That's Corey Yeoman's right there. He's living a tough life. Uh happens to be good looking. Uh his wife is a reporter. She was on The Bachelor. And uh, he and her make uh, some good coin. I don't think they're hurting for money. He's got a smile on his face, and he's the toast of the town. Number 62 is in his clutches. Good for you, sir. Benson Benzichuk.
2: Chad Benson Show
0: Independent Thoughts, Independent Life. This is Chad Benson. Totally independent. He's like, You're not
1: independent. Pick a side. Oh, I pick a side. More conservative than I am liberal. I'm not going to BS you on that. But it doesn't mean I won't vote for the better candidate. My side at the end of the day is what's best for the people in America. That should be everybody's side. Oh, yeah, it's a good idea. Exactly. It's a damn good idea, Skippy. It's a damn good idea. It's a good idea. If you're a Democrat right now and you think like, okay, so you're looking at the Senate race, you're like, we got him. We got. Uh, we got this guy, this Herschel Walker guy. He's done. He's done. So we got him. We got him. We got him. Uh, he wrote a check to a woman who says that uh, uh, she got an abortion and he paid for it. I'm like, did he? Did he write that in the little note at the bottom? kill our baby. $700. It's only 5. Keep the change. Is that is that what he wrote? Well, I mean, he, he 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 didn't write that. So, I'm just trying I'm playing the devil's advocate here. If I'm and I don't think he's a very good candidate at all. I do not at all think he's a good candidate. But, you know, when I hear stuff like this,
0: Georgia's Senate race next month could determine which party controls the U.S. Senate, and Republican leaders are coming to Walker's defense. Senator Rick Scott writing, Democrats know they are on the verge of losing the Senate, and they know that Herschel Walker is winning, so they have cranked up the smear machine. And Ralph Reed, a prominent conservative activist in Georgia, believes evangelical Christians will stick with Walker.
9: I will promise you this.
1: The voters for Georgia are going to reject this kind of gutter politics and this kind of dirty politics. Nah, I don't know about that. Look, his politics is nasty and dirty. And uh, could he have paid for an abortion? Oh, it's absolutely a possibility. I mean, the guy's totally lied about the kids and stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm not questioning any of that. But. It was 2009. It's a check with nothing on it and a get well card. Does that. Is that the smoking gun? And you have other people going, yeah, he's given me money before. And that's his big defense. I'm, you know, Again, I don't think he's a good candidate. But they are nervous. And they're nervous because they're looking around and they're seeing the polling. They're seeing the data. And they're not
5: happy.
4: Five weeks to go, so let's take a look here. First, the big picture indicator. We always say the president's job approval rating Usually the most reliable indicator of how midterms are going to go. For Democrats, this is not good news. Joe Biden's average approval rating is 42.7%. Put that in perspective here with modern presidents at this exact same point in their first midterm. And Biden's right at the same level that Obama, that Bill Clinton were in what were brutal midterms for them. The only exception in modern times, George W. Bush a year after 9-11
1: and that's because of war and we usually don't change uh jockeys in 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 you know the middle of a race it's not good it's not and in fact what everybody got excited about 4 weeks ago right you remember michael moore's like it's going to be a, a reckoning and da da da, da. It, it, the polls are saying now now polls can be wrong i mean just look at what happened in brazil this past week and if you're paying no attention to that you should it's the fourth or fifth largest economy on the planet it's the largest country, uh, you know, I mean, in South America and, and one of the largest countries in the globe, and th- you had Bolasarno versus uh, Lula there, and it was supposed to be, that's no way, right? No way, you know, th- this guy's going to have a chance, This Bolasarno is going to have a chance to win. He's going to lose by 20 points, and now they're going to have a run-out. It's a dead heat. So we know that polls can be, mm. but the sentiment's there. People people understand what's going on. They're, un- uh, they're not happy with things. They're not. For Obama, his party lost the
4: House in 10. For Bill Clinton, his party lost the House in 94. Biden's approval rating is right in that range. That's the bad news for Democrats. What's made this a little bit more complicated, though, is when you look at the generic ballot, when you ask folks, Democrat or Republican, who would you like to see control Congress next year? The Republicans actually now have the lead on average on this question. It's by one point. Democrats actually were ahead until the last week or two.
1: Yeah. And, and, and again, that's theirs, right? Like that's MSNBC. You go look at the, like we talked about the Monmouth poll, some of the other ones, it's not even, you know, they're going out and law, but Chad, what about abortion? And I, and, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to break something down for you guys here. And I want you guys to understand this. Let's just take a listen to to uh, this guy over in CNN who's breaking down everything from that Monmouth poll
9: and a few other things, including the Google's the Google's crime and abortion. What are people searching for on Google? What is it that comes to their mind? So this is Google searches crime versus abortion. The percentage among those who search for either. Look around the time that Roe v. Wade was overturned in June, crime was just at thirty percent of all the searches that people were searching between crime and abortion. Abortion was at seventy percent in May. Again, abortion higher than crime. In July, it was basically tied. Abortion slightly higher than crime, but look now in September, crime seventy-one percent to just twenty-nine percent for abortion. That is basically back to the pre Roe v. Wade overturning sort of baseline. Pre Roe v.
1: Wade, I'm going to break something down to you, and this is this is where I think everybody gets lost in something. Women. They're saying now, like, ages 50 and older, they're going to be the ones on this one that is going to flip it. And everybody's like, well, it's abortion, right? It's a big thing. Okay, you know what? If you're 22, 23, whatever it is, you know, you're, you're a grandiose plant. You don't own a house, right? You're just, you're finishing school or just out. You're in your first job. But you, you hang out with your friends and stuff. And you've got this thing that you're planning, It, it, it you know, your life and your career and the whole nine yards. Choice is a big deal for you because you don't have responsibility, right? choice and 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 you know the climate all those things are big to you if you're 52 right you you got a husband your kids are older right you know maybe they're the same age as those young ladies there and, and and young men and you own a house you have a business you have a career while choice at one time may have been your big issue when you were younger the reality is simply yeah i It's important, but on my list, it's way down there. I'm not voting with you because you seem to think that this is the only thing that matters. No, I've got to look at taxes, immigration, my business and recession and where we could be headed. I've got to take a bigger picture view than the narrow view. Oh, yeah. Inflation, paying for stuff. Crime. Yeah. You know what? When you're 21, 22, it's like, are you really thinking about crime? Unless you're a criminal or you live in a bad area. Uh, No, no. When you're older and you got a business somewhere, you're out and about every day and you're doing it. Yeah, all those things pop up. They become something that you are paying more attention to because the effect is so much greater. And I go back to this. I have a friend who just retired here. Love her to death. She's my lovable liberal and her and i would talk all the time and she is like all feelings and fluffiness but she's also she was older right she loved the sex pistols and she's a realist and she understands that you know what uh, love is great but every once in a while you need might and as liberal as she is she goes yeah choice was something i would totally freaked out if i was 21 she goes but i'm heading towards 60 my kids are grown They know what responsibility they have. It'd be about the 10th thing I'd think about because I got other stuff to think about at this point in time. And that's from somebody who's very liberal. I think the Republicans are going to do really well. And I think they're going to do well at the state levels across the country. And they are freaking out because they heard two weeks ago well, they're going to surprise everybody, it'll be close in the House but probably towards the Republicans, but they're going to hold on to the Senate. Well, now they're looking up, and Walker, every misstep, doesn't matter. And like I said, if I'm him, I'm taking out my Heisman Trophy everywhere I go. (laughs) Just putting it down. I won you guys the national championship and got a Heisman. Uh, And if I'm, you know, you look over there and you got Fetterman, right? That guy's a hot mess. And with crime rising, he's totally soft on crime. He doesn't show up to do his job half the time, but he shows up at every parole hearing. I mean, this is a guy that they're looking at. He's had a stroke. uh, Crime's on the rise. He's weak on a lot of these things. He's so progressive that he may have had issues even before the fact that he had an issue, which was a stroke. And Dr. Oz is catching up to him. It's now a pick Three weeks ago, it was like 92%. Now it's a pick yeah, they're nervous and they have a right to be. And if the Republicans stand out of their own way and they do the things that they need to do, how did Trump get elected? Go back to the playbook. Not now where he's whining and he's bitching and it's uh, not that. How did he get elected? He talked right at the people without talking over them. And he said jobs, he said economy, he said immigration. Focus on those, and you're going to win. And I think you're going to win big. And when they try to drag you into 2020 election, just say, that's yesterday. I'm focusing on today and what I can do for the people of wherever you are. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I posed a question.
2: On the interweb because of this. Here's the 1-1. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. And that
1: was Aaron Judge last night. Uh, Corey Yeomans is the guy who caught the ball. Uh, What would you do if you caught said ball? If you caught the ball, so 62, he is the 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 number one home run hitter in the American League all time. Now, we know the record is held by uh, Barry Bonds, who at one time weighed 160 pounds, and uh, then all of a sudden his hat didn't fit anymore and he, he could hit the ball 700 feet. But uh, this is non-steroids as far as, we you know, or enhancement. Uh what would you do with the ball? They put the worth at it at $2 million right now. What would you do? I asked that question. Would you sell it? Keep it? Give it back to Aaron? Or undecided? Uh, right now, 51% of you say, I'm selling that thing. 10% say, keep it. Give it back to Aaron is 32%. And undecided, uh, 6.5%. Because maybe you're like, I don't know, donate it. Maybe, I don't know. And if the Hall of Fame wants it, right? if this is such a big deal, buy it from him. 323-538-2423. 3, 3, 3, that's a text line. When you call and you leave a message, this is a lie. You're not a real person. This is fake. That is a text line. So 323-538 3, 3, 3, chat. Just want to point that out. Raycon, best earbuds around. Grab the podcast. If you're missing the show. You're gonna like it. It's just as good the second time. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good one. Raycons are amazing. Best earbuds around. I wear my Raycons. All day, because when I'm doing this, I'm doing a lot of other things, and I love my Raycons. It's just, they're, they're amazing. So the three modes with the everyday, you have the awareness mode, which is what I play when I go out golf, right? Because I want to be able to hit the, hit the ball and hear things around. That's great. When I'm just doing, like, work, 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 I want isolation. And then you have your regular mode. The fit is amazing. Half the price of Ever the Premium Audio brands. You will love these. Tons of colors to choose from. And eight hours talk time, 32 hours of battery life, 15% off right now as well. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show.
0: I usually don't get into politics. As an ordinary suburban housewife, you're a little disrespected. I teach my children not to name calls. You are a
2: flabber! A flabber!
7: Come on, man! Um, uh, guys, can we please keep the chatter
10: to a minimum? Chad Benson. Love, love me dude.
1: Love me do.
3: Love me do.
1: That's the Beatles. Was it 60 years ago? Love, love they released their you first single. I love you. That's a... Always that's always ways. 60 years ago. Who would have thought, man? Two of them still going, right? You know, Paul's out there doing his thing, but I will tell you, Ringo is... He's always doing something. He's always drumming and doing something somewhere, playing with somebody. And it's funny too, because when you, everybody seems to just, it's like the beat. I, you always assumed, right? Like, okay, you know, the the two guys were persnickety towards each other. And, you know, John thought himself something. Paul just, you know, kind of was the the, the betterment of the group, if you will, right? You know, and uh, uh, George was the best musician and of them all, kind of thing, and but then it was Ringo was like the linchpin, like in the sense that well, everybody kind of likes Ringo. You're not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> this makes me laugh. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's Woke Wednesday, and we like to get woke. And 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 this is to me the funniest thing. This is. We're gonna go deeper into some other stuff in a little bit, but I, I will tell you this right now. The end of this report, you're going to laugh. All right. And and shows you the absurdity of all and also shows you that Kanye West is a professional troll.
7: Kanye West provocative in Paris, staging a surprise fashion show and sporting a White Lives Matter t-shirt. He also dressed as models in shirts, proclaiming White Lives Matter. Kanye also joined by conservative commentator Candace Owens, also wearing the same top. In case West's views weren't clear, he followed up on Instagram, writing, quote, Everyone knows Black Lives Matter was a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome. Jaden Smith, one of those in attendance at the fashion show, he left in protest. And Vogue editor Gabriella Carifa Johnson called the shirts pure violence. That right
1: there at the end was hilarious. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pure violence? When you say that, you really don't understand what pure violence is. There are people, because you guys are in Paris, not too far away from you, within driving distance... That are facing pure violence. That are facing actual evil. That are being beaten, tortured, and raped. That's pure violence. This insanity of, well, it's, uh, you know, violence. Silence is violence and words is violence and everything. No, violence is violence. Human action is. That does bad things. Is violence. Him pointing out the fact. That BLM was a giant. Piggy bank. For a bunch of people. Who took something. That a lot of people took to heart. And had a belief in. And they used it as their own personal ATM machine. And a scam. To get companies to pay a a, a, a racist tax. No. He called it out. This is what he did. Hilarious, though. That's just pure violence. I don't think you know what that word means, lady. Chad Benson Show.
0: independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: That's me. You're you. Stay beautiful, baby. Last night. History!
2: Here's the 1-1. One, one. Swung on. There it goes! Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone! Number 62 to set the new American no. League
1: record. Aaron
2: Judd's
1: 62nd home run. People cheering. Black, white. Gay, straight. Red, blue. Didn't matter. They saw history in Arlington. And uh, trivia will be, uh, who did he hit his uh, 62nd home run off of? And that would be Jesus Tinoco. So when they ask you, who did they hit the, because, you know, it's a lot about that. He's a Venezuelan. Pitcher, plays for the Texas Rangers, and uh, he was the man. It's funny, he was the man. You go to his Wikipedia already. <laughs> it says he gave October fourth. He gave up a home run to Aaron Judge. Jo- You're in history now. Currently, uh, his uh, record is zero and three. Zero and three. So he he got it. Congratulations. You're in history. Speaking of history, somebody caught the ball. Corey Yeomans, I think his name is. His wife is a smoking hot reporter, uh, the sports reporter actually in the Dallas area, and she was on Bachelor season eighteen, which apparently, according to Phil, disqualifies them from everything. <laughs> I think that's very nice, Phil. But I asked the question because he's a vice president, of Fisher Financial. They've got like almost two hundred billion dollars under management. Uh, what would you do? So, when I was talking to producer Anthony, he said, and I quote, I would let the ball hit me in the face and then sue for $7 million. The ball's valued at $2 million. The minute Corey caught it, security and Major League Baseball whisked him away be- behind you know, closed doors to authenticate, okay, is this the ball? They said, yes, it's the ball. Okay, then. It's yours. He didn't know what he's going to do with it yet. Uh, I asked you guys, what would you do with it? Sell it. It's worth tons of money. Uh I think most people would probably take that. 50% of you are saying that. Give it back to Aaron. 36%. I don't know who you people are. It's life changing money, right? You make 50 or 60 grand a year, right? You know, you got a, you know, your husband or wife, they make the same. You, You got a nice life and stuff, but somebody offers you essentially life-changing money for that ball because it sounds good oh i'd give it back to him but when you got it in your hands you're like i don't know it's like power right i mean that's the beauty of you know we everybody talks about january 6th which you know the oath keeper things going on they're planning they're a bunch of morons and idiots you think those idiots were really going to overthrow our government with what the 12 of you led by the guy with an eye patch It's going to overthrow the government. Get your heads out your ass. It's what makes our country so great. Is we do have that transition where we're transferring the power to another person. Now, Trump and them played the game and it was a bunch of crap. But the reality is you're going from. A congressman, a governor, uh, you know then you become the president nominee, then you become the president-elect then you become the president you become the most powerful human being on the planet. Oh that's that's awesome And we see like we go over and look at Ukraine and what's going on over there go over and look at what's what's taking place with the, the likes of of, of Putin Putin's Putin like gee they're always trying to find a way to stay in power what trump was trying to do you could ask the questions all day did they cheat they do this that and the other i mean look there's a lot of questions they they did a lot of stuff just blanket mailing out stuff changing the rules because we're out of covid you know looking back hindsight's 2020 the reality is there's no mechanisms to change anything he could come out today and say we totally cheated there's no mechanisms to change it but xi's efforting to be the lifetime president in china putin has been everything you can be to the point where he just makes stuff up and he's like, I'm this now, which means I'm still everybody's boss. Remember how I was executive vice president? Yeah. Well, now I'm CEO. Remember how I was CEO and I can't be CEO anymore? Now I'm C-E-E-E-O. It's the fact that we give power. And that's why when I see people say, oh, I give it back to Aaron you got two, $2 million in your hands, probably more. And you're going, man, we could sell our house, buy a bigger house, pay off every bill we have, invest the rest, do the things we want to do. It's a good sentiment, right? And I love what he said. And I think this should be what more... People say, because they asked him, hey, well, you know, uh, 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 what about the ball?
3: That's a souvenir for a fan. So, you know, they made a great catch out there and you know, they got every right to it.
1: Yeah. So I like that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. We are just five weeks away. And if you're watching television, listening to the radio, you're hearing horrible commercials at times. Uh, and even worse television commercials. Case in point in Michigan. This is I don't even know how to explain this. Just just picture the worst cheesiest ad you could think of of people trying to be tough dressed as bikers.
8: Hey, have you seen the TV ads with the governor talking about the great things she's done for Michigan? She's
0: a liar. Whitmer can say what she wants, but we live here. Just look around, man.
8: During COVID, Whitmer locked down businesses like the Owasso Barber and put one woman from Holland in jail. Oh, yeah. 3,000 restaurants closed. And she's pro-business? Yeah, right, man. And what about those
4: higher gas and food prices?
8: Our schools were closed for almost two years. Man, speaking of kids, Whitmer says she's going to work like hell to keep killing babies.
0: And she put COVID patients in Graham's nursing home.
7: Graham died alone.
1: (laughs) Right? The worst political ad ever, it may be. Tudor Dixon, the candidate running against Gretchen Whitmer, decided this was a solid idea. And so you've got three people. They went to central casting. with like, well, two or three people who are the completely not tough at all, but could kind of look the part because one of them's got a beard. And could you get us all the cheesy jackets you can find that look kind of bikerish? You can still leave the price tags on it. We'll hide it in post. Uh, that's what it looks like. It's not over. Should we hit some more? <laughs> okay, okay. I'm voting for the other chick. What's her name?
8: Tudor, Tudor Dixon.
10: Dixon. Okay, let's roll.
8: Watch out for potholes.
1: Whitmer never kept her promise to
10: fix, fix the damn road. road.
1: <sighs> Man. This is just awful. This is so, so, so bad. <laughs> some of these ones. You could tell who's got money because you've been watching the television. You're like, "That, that one's really like out here. Mark Kelly, who's running against Blake Masters, he has got his staff. Like, he is boring. I've interviewed him probably five times in the last like four or five months. He's a nice guy. You know, him and his twin brother were astronauts, and he never wants to talk about aliens and crap like that, which super bumps me out. But his team. Is amazing. Like, if Blake Masters tweets something that contradicts something he said an hour ago, it's in a real commercial that looks slick and up in five minutes. This was horrible. <laughs> this was so bad. And man, you see some of them too. I approved this, and some people, are, I approved this message. <laughs> I can't vote for you. I cannot. I cannot vote for you, sir, madam 3, 3, three eight twenty four twenty three, At Chad Benson Show is your uh, Twitter. So Tudor Dixon, that is your horrible, horrible, horrible uh, video. Uh, by the way, is she going to win if that's the answer that you're asking? Uh, no, she is not. She's about 20 points down. And uh, based on the video, that was always going to be a tough one. Once you saw that, you're like, I don't think she's got it. I don't think this is going to be her victory here. I, just, I don't. But it is the worst video. <laughs> Maybe we'll post it later. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. Got some woke stuff coming up. Promise you that. Little what's trending? Lear Capital inflation going up 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 up. Markets up down up down up down. Little whiplash. Mostly down lately. You're trying to figure out what to do, man. I'm losing some money. Why don't you take some of that and put it into precious metals, gold, silver, coins, things of that nature. Right now, Lear wants to send you some. So Lear Capital, you go to Lear Chad L-E-A-R-C-H-A-D. They're going to send you out a investor kit. Take a look at it. All kinds of information there. You're also going to get a free Kennedy silver half dollar. Take a look at it. Touch bases with them. It's not a hard sell. They want to show you, take a small piece of what's going on and protect yourself. Kind of a no-brainer in a world of no-brainers. Just, you should always diversify. That should be the no-brainer thing of no-brainers. Always diversify. Try it right now just by saying hi to them. Go to LearChad.com. Look at their reputation. The trust pilot rating is through the roof. They've got 25 years of experience. They just want to have a chat. L-E-A-R, Chad.com. LearChad.com. Chad Benson Show.
5: 20 one Mexican heartburn, why don't you mud grow up? The
0: Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue.
2: I'll have what she's having.
0: This is Chad Benson.
2: Five, four, three, two, one, zero,
5: ignition, liftoff.
1: Now it's time to find out... What's trending? What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's take a piece, just a little peek, and find out what's trending on the old interwebs. There's a lot of things trending, baby. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Angelina Jolie apparently uh, details an account where she was abused were attacked by Brad Pitt a new filing. Number one thing trending, along with Aaron Judge, home run superstar. Loretta Lynn. Two million people searched yesterday for Loretta Lynn. She passed away at age 90. Tom Brady and Giselle apparently have hired divorce attorneys. Say it ain't so. Croctober. Free Crocs up for grab this week, apparently. It's Croctober. I thought it was Rocktober. Oh, yeah, it could have been. Elon Musk buying Twitter. National Taco Day yesterday. Blizzard. The, uh, not the, the little snack, but the gaming company. Apparently, uh, so there was an issue with their servers because they released Overwatch 2. It went sideways fast. And uh, it was it was not uh, it was not a good thing. I was actually talking to my uncle. He's like, because you know he worked for Blizzard for years. And I said, did you jump on that? He said, you know, it's funny. I, you know, he tested out some of it a lot earlier. But he said, I figured, you know, I'm going to jump on it today just because I want to see what you know the final thing looked like. He goes, my weight in line was five thousand. There were people that, who were like in fortieth thousandth place. I thought, nah. I'm sorry, sorry. Head over to uh, the Twitter verse. It's World Teacher Day. Fantastic. Thank you, teachers. OPEC, we'll talk a bit about that in a minute. But they're trending, and when they're trending, it's usually not for a good reason. Just going to point that out. Barry Bonds always has to be happy when someone hits a lot of home runs, and he gets mentioned. But usually it's not good (laughs) because of the cheating. But here's the thing. You can say we can put an asterisk there. Right. He had 74. Just to give you an idea of how freakish Barry Bonds was. First of all, there's a very good argument. I don't even think it's really an argument. I think he was a Hall of Famer before. But there was no doubt all those home runs he hit, but he never got caught. You can say, judging on the eyeball test, you used to weigh a buck 60. Now you're 230 and you're jacked. Your hat doesn't fit anymore. But he didn't get caught. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. So put the asterisks, But just to give you an idea, a smidge of an idea, Aaron Judge hit his 60-second home run last night, surpassing Roger Maris become the all-time leader in the american league barry bonds hit 74 home runs in a season in a season where they would walk him when the bases were full where a vast majority of his of the times he had to chance to hit they walked him you think about that for a second that's crazy that is absolutely crazy speaking of crazy so remember how excited they were the other day about gas prices and gas prices of this and gas prices of that they're going down everything's awesome it's fantastic uh and it's all they're you know they're doing
7: right there are consumers now in california paying 641 a gallon for gas nevada 551 oregon 546 who can afford that
5: And
6: we understand that. That's why the president worked so hard the past several months uh, to bring gas prices down. We have seen the reality is we have seen the fastest decline in gasoline prices in over a decade. That's because of what this president has done.
1: That's because of what this president has done. That's that's because of, of of it. Well, I mean, it's going down. Biden is responsible for that. Right. And what if it goes up?
7: You said question. the president was responsible for gas prices coming down. Is the president responsible for gas prices going up?
6: So it's a lot more nuance than that, right? Um, Peter, you know this. Uh, there have been global challenges that we have all have de- dealt with. When I say all, meaning other countries. There's been pandemic and there's been uh, Putin's war. And Putin's war uh, has uh, increased gas prices at the pump.
1: So Putin's war makes gas prices go up. Biden's maneuvers make them go down. The reason gas prices are up here in the West Coast is simple. It's we don't have any refinery. We have two of them that are offline for unscheduled maintenance and two of them that are offline for scheduled maintenance. We have higher prices because we have special blends. And there's no delivery system that is as good as they have in the southeastern parts of the country. So that's a big problem. And uh, you know that's the, that's it. I mean, this is this is nothing to do with anybody outside of we don't build any refineries anymore. Chad Benson Show.
2: The Chad Benson Show.
0: independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: We got a Twitter question for you all. What would you do if you got Aaron Judge's historic 60-second home run? 50% of you said you're going to sell it because it's worth cash dollars, baby. 37% said I'm giving it back. Uh, 7.5% said keep it for now and undecided 5%. Uh, I think once you have it in your hands and, you know, Somebody hands you $2 million, and they say it's yours. And before, you know, like, if I win the lottery, I'm going to give this away. And then you get that, and you're like, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> I said that because I wanted people to think I was nice. Now that I got it, maybe I'm not as nice as I think. So uh, take the poll. You could tweet at us as well, at Chad Benson Show, 323-538-2423. 3, 3, 3, please, please do it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Wednesday. We get you over the hump. And when we do... We have, as we come up to the, the actual summit of the hump, we realize, oh, this is Wednesday, and so there's only one thing we need to do to get us all the way over that hump.
5: Gotta get woke.
1: It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's alright, I
0: feel that way too. It's (laughs) alright.
1: Let it (laughs) out.
7: Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men?
0: How dare you?
7: White women
0: raise the white boys who grow up to be little, misogynistic, patriarchal tyrants. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I'm a
1: woman sitting at the table wearing a mousse. I'm it's time for woke wednesday wokeness on this wednesday first of all can i just say this switzerland because you know america is the only racist nation in the world we know that because we hear it all the time everybody's a racist isn't it funny so if I say something and you're offended by it, like, you know, uh, only men, you know, and, and women can procreate. Like, you know, a woman and a woman cannot procreate. Uh, a man cannot get pregnant. Oh, my God! You're dumb, that's offensive! But you can call people Nazis and racist. You can do that with zero repercussions about anything. Isn't that funny? It kind of leans in such a way. We know which way it leans but we are the only racist in the nation uh, in the world apparently according to us we're evil and bad hold on hold on the neutral company has the neutral country has something to say A new new report
6: presented to the U.N. Human Rights Council concluding Switzerland has a serious systemic problem with racism against people of African descent. The report cites a number of examples ranging from police brutality to a Swiss playground game. Switzerland's ambassador to the U.N. broadly accepted the findings, but questioned the experts use of a limited number of examples.
1: Yeah, I'm going to tell you this. Having lived in Europe off and on for a decade. uh, Racism that you think we have in this country, (laughs) it's, no, 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 no. The enlightenment of the Western Europeans, oh, yes, the Western Europeans are so enlightened, Chad, you just don't know. They understand intersectionality. No, you guys have no idea. Even now, there's a reason that all the soccer players wear don't be racist on their jerseys. Because racism. It's nuts. But at least Switzerland admitted, yeah, yeah, we're pretty racist here. I mean, (laughs) we're pretty much a homogenous society. I mean, when you think of Switzerland, you think, man, that's a a diverse nation. All kinds of diverse stuff. (laughs) Those nations, the only way they're diverse is because... They got 12 languages, and there's only eight people. Well, they, they speak French across the street. We speak German. These people speak Flemish. What is it? I don't know. It's a weird language. Right? Right? You know, you go to Switzerland. It's like, well, they speak German, and parts of it over here. It's, uh, they speak Italian. It's, hey, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So when we hear, oh, my God, we're the racist people, blah, 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 blah. Settle down. Oh, Chad, you're not being very woke. You got to admit how racist the country is, how horrible it is, how bad we are to everybody all the time. Uh, no, no, sorry. I'm not going to do it. It's a bunch of crap. You know it and I know it. Do we have problems? Name a country that doesn't. Every time somebody says something bad about America, I tell me the perfect country that you know, the utopia in which you live. The utopia in which you would find this Eden of perfection. I, I, I will take your answer off the air. You can't. Because there is none. At all. Every country on this planet deals with racism, classism, some sort of ism. That's the reality of it, but I do love it when the ah oh, we're the worst, we're the worst. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, Andrew Doyle interviewed uh, Kevin Lister. Now he's a math teacher, and uh, he did something that was evil and bad.
10: Round about this time last year, a student says to me that she would now like to be known as a new name and referred to as a male. So I asked three questions. I asked, was there parental consent? Was the student making an informed decision? And was there a risk that the student could take cross-sex hormone treatment? Um, It's not for me to investigate. It's not for me to make any judgments. But certainly my view Mm. was that I should not support the student's wish to transition unless I have got clear parental consent and the parents are making an informed decision as well. Well, that seems like
1: a totally not responsible thing to do. Of course you should rush into it willy-nilly. should champion it. In fact, if you have to, go get him, them, they, all of the stuff. No, he was asking three questions, very fair questions, because I don't want your your parents coming in here going, how dare you do this behind our back? I want to know that everything's above board. Isn't that a fair thing, or am I wrong? Ooh.
10: But is it not the law that the schools have to speak to the parents? I would have thought so, yeah. The student was 17, so therefore under 18, therefore a child. So yeah, the law is the school and the teachers cannot change a a student's name. So I go back to the classroom and I, I now find myself in an extremely difficult position. So I now know that the college are actively not going to... Seek parental consent. I know that with the trans affirmative policy in the college, for me to use, as you likes to call it, the dead name, birth name, that I would be accused of transphobia.
1: Yeah. So this guy's stuck between a rock and a hard place. He knows, hey, hold on a second here. College. You guys are social justicing it, and you want to champion it. At the same time, you've also got something on the book saying seventeen. Now, this person uh, is in an A level school, so I did A levels over there for a while. So you did, uh, you have A levels and O levels, right? This is so they they essentially they're out of high school right around sixteen, then they go on to like an A level like A level courses, and then they go on to universities or or, or whatnot. So. But 17, still, in theory, living at home with mom and dad, and in theory, not an adult. This guy's trying to, and this is the this is the slippery slope of a guy who's terrified. Because he doesn't want to, quote unquote, dead name somebody and do a disservice. This isn't out of malice. He's trying to follow the law because he also knows his ass is going to be up a tree because the college won't back him. If the parents come to them and bitch and say, How dare you do this behind my back? So this guy is in a lose lose situation.
10: About a week after there's a maths competition, a female maths competition. Yeah, you know, I'm a mathematician. Yeah, you know, I like to do math, like to encourage my students to do the same as well. The student puts a hand up at the back of the class and says, Can I still enter the competition? I said, Of course you can, because you're a girl girls competition and i put her birth name up on the the board yes. along with the other girls that, that wanted to do so I, I subsequently get accused of dead naming her by by the college
1: well wait a minute it's a girls competition she asked can i be in the competition because it's a girls competition well if you want to be a boy and you're only going to identify as a boy and that's how you want to live your life in theory shouldn't you not want to be in the competition well hold on a second This is the ideology and the insanity. I mean, yesterday we talked about a professor at NYU who wrote the book, if you will, on organic chemistry, who's no longer teaching there because this class was too hard. And we gave so much power to 18 and 19 year olds. It reminds me of the Twilight Zone. And the famous Twilight Zone, if you remember, the little boy who had all the power over the adults, who terrified the adults. If they didn't give him what he wanted and he won a birthday every day, he wanted this. And they're all, oh, yes, yes, yes. That's what this is. That's what this is. So you want to be in the competition because you're a girl, even though you no longer want to be a girl, but you still want to use it at this point for this purpose.
9: This all raises a number of issues, doesn't it? Because in terms of teaching staff and students as well, mm-hmm. it kind of imposes an ideological worldview on people. It says that for the vast majority of us, we use pronouns to denote biological sex. But when they are saying that you must change that, you must use it in order to denote gender identity as opposed to biological sex, it's verging on compelled speech, isn't it? Completely, yeah. Were you surprised when you were dismissed? I was this. gobsmacked. It was really completely out of the blue. Is the purpose of that to dissuade other teachers
10: from raising objections? It's it's clearly the purpose.
1: Yeah. Thin the herd, make everybody know we're in charge. Who? The kids. And that's the scary thing. When kids could go to a dean and say, hey, I want to drop this class and you make the next class I take easier or else. And they're like, yes. It's the Twilight Zone episode where they're terrified of what the kid may do. You know how you get over this? No, because at least the kid in the Twilight Zone had superpowers. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. My Palo has percale sheets on sale. Normally, $90. Yours right now, $40. Bucks. Breathable, so amazing, smooth, 250 thread count. She washable and dryable. King, queen size, pillowcases, the whole nine yards. Again, normally, these things, 90 bucks. Yours, $40. Plus, you get a six-day money-back guarantee. So why not jump on this amazing, amazing deal? Deep discounts on all the MyPillow products right now. Mattress topper, the MyPillow, towels, slippers, you name it. It's all right there for you. Take advantage of this and the sale of the year on the Percale bed sheets. Just 40 bucks. normally $90. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Slash Benson, Chad Benson Show.
0: Deep states? Uh, no, deep doodoo. Yeah, the Chad Benson Show.
1: I am looking at uh, Yeezy's Spring line. That's uh, that's our good buddy <laughs> Kanye West because you know he uh, he wore a White Lives Matter shirt the other day at his pop up. You know Fashion Week thing in Paris, and everybody was upset, and the was it the lady at vogue like, yeah, it's violence, the white lives matter, you know, so he's released his collection, and Anthony's like, "Have you seen it? I am looking at it, and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> if I had to describe it, I'd be like, all right, have you ever seen Mad Max? Yeah, Mad Max. There is one in here that for me to explain I'm gonna try to. All right, it's one of those black puffy jackets. That's okay. It's got a hat. That's uh, like one of those hats that maybe goes down over your ears, right? And then it's got leggings. But then you're wrapped in a giant inflatable hand. <laughs> How hard is it to make a shirt? <laughs> it's like, is it, is it, am I missing something? Am I missing, there's got to be something, there's one guy, he's dressed up and he looks like he's going for a horse, he's like he's an archer from the Robin Hood movies, except when you get to his midriff, and he looks like he's wearing a dress that's completely ripped. Yeah, this is, uh, and then, then there's somebody who's got the same dress on who's a, I believe identifies as a female. And that same person is wearing one of those white hats that look like the uh, thing you would wear in Star Wars when you go out in the in the cold to fight the tauntauns or whatever the hell you were doing. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Three, two, three, five, three. That's what a lot of this looks like. It looks like you're an extra in a Star Wars movie that happened to fall into a Mad Max movie. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty-four, twenty-three at chad benson shows your twitter speaking of entertainment not entertaining
7: the settlement involves the movie rust and actor alec baldwin over the deadly shooting of the film cinematographer helena hutchins the settlement confirmed in a statement from hutchins husband matthew saying the filming of rust which i will now executive produce will resume with all the original principal players on board in january 2023 i have no interest in engaging in recriminations or attribution of blame all of us believe helena's death was a terrible accident the settlement comes less than a year year since police say Baldwin fatally shot Hutchins with a gun meant to be used as a prop on the set of rust near Santa Fe, New Mexico.
1: I don't know what. uh... He's worth about 70 million, and obviously there was a a, uh, bunch of insurance because that's what you do. Like, you know, everybody's insured on those things. How much insurance? I don't know, because it wasn't a big budget movie. The, the, you know, they're all paying out, but does he paying what twenty million? I don't, I don't know what. I'm always surprised at what somebody's death's worth. You'll find somebody died and they gave him seven hundred thousand. You know, another person died and they gave him twelve million. I'm like, what is? Is it future earnings? How's this work? I don't know. 323-538-2423. at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. I'm asking the question, and we'll continue to ask the question about. What would you do
2: if you were in the stands and it was flying at you? Here's the 1-1. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record.
1: Sir and Judge hit 62 last night. Passes Maris. So it goes Judge 62, Maris 61, Ruth 60 in the American League, and Bonds has 74. And uh, what would you do? They say the ball's worth $2 bucks. Guy who caught it, Corey Yeomans is his name. Uh, it doesn't look like he's hurting for money. Him and his wife are, you know, very Insta-friendly, and he's a VP of a big financial firm, and she's a big-time reporter in Dallas, so I don't think they're hurting. But, you know, if you're an average person, you catch that, it's 2000000 bucks. million. You're going to keep it? You're going to hold on to it and maybe see? What happens? You gonna sell it? You gonna give it back to Aaron? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And the, you know what's neat? Though? It's no, there's no cloud of did he cheat? You know, we, you know, we like cheating. Like we had the guys that were fishing last week that got caught cheating. You had a, the poker scandal, and of course the, the 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 now they're saying at chess.com the guy that beat Magnus he may have cheated a hundred times, and he's kind of admitted to cheating in some games that weren't for money and online. You know, and then we have the asterisk by Barry Bonds. Here's my thing: he was never caught. We could say there's an asterisk. We can look and go, all right. You don't look like the same person, but did you get caught? Uh, yeah, right. I mean, eventually, I mean, you know, if they go hard enough, like they did at uh, Lance Armstrong, and uh, you know, you're gonna, you'll run out of money, and that's you know, but uh, you gotta get caught, right? And that it. That's the old adage in baseball. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. And baseball's one to talk. They admitted, the Astros, that they cheated to win a World Series. There's no asterisk there. Well, it's a different kind of... It was a team cheat. Oh, I see. I see. Chad Benson Show.
0: independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: Five weeks away from the midterm. Who will win? Who will lose? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. What I do know is things don't look good. And I said that yesterday. If you're a Democrat, everything seems to have changed a little bit. People are focusing on other things. The things that really help you raise money and get people angry are a single issue type of thing. Abortion being one of them.
9: Crime and abortion. What are people searching for on Google? What is it that comes to their mind? So this is Google searches crime versus abortion. The percentage among those who search for either. Look, around the time that Roe v. Wade was overturned in June, crime was just at 30 percent of all the searches that people were searching between crime and abortion. Abortion was at 70 percent. In May, again, abortion higher than crime. In July, it was basically tied, abortion slightly higher than crime. But look now in September, crime, 71% to just 29% for abortion. That is basically back to the pre-Roe v. Wade overturning sort of baseline. uh,
1: Pre-Roe v. Wade. Pre-Roe v. Wade. Single issue is only going to get you so far. That's the reality of it. If we're in a war, okay, well that's a big single issue because it affects everything. Roe v. Wade was great for and money. It was great for angering people. But now that it's at the states, it became more of a states issue. And the states have got it kind of stacked up the way they want. The conservative states are doing the conservative thing. The liberal states are doing the liberal things. It's those swing states where maybe it matters a little bit, but does it matter that much? I don't think it does. I'm sorry. And I said that. I said, look, if you're 23, it's going to matter. If you're 53, it probably doesn't matter as much. And they believe 50-year-old women, right, because I like to break it down. I think this year, year 50-year-old women are going to be the ones that uh, are going to be the chosen ones to swing this vote. You know what they think about? They're thinking about the economy. They're thinking about immigration, what's going on at our borders, the safety. They're thinking about schools, They're thinking about the economy. They may think about abortion, but they also think, and here's a perfect example of this. So my friend who just retired here, uh, she's great. I love her to death. She's my lovable liberal, I call her, but she's a reasonable liberal, is what she used to say, too. She loves puppy dogs and unicorns, but also understands the world's going to kick in the grundle and you need somebody to kick back. And like I said, very liberal. She says to me, I'm upset about the whole Roe v. Wade thing. And at the same time, Chad, I'm late 50s. My kids are grown. I taught them how to, you know, to basically wrap it up and protect yourself, uh, both the girls and the boys. There's some personal responsibility needs to go along with this. And I'm like, ooh. So to think that somebody who's 50 something and a woman is their only thought process is and, and I've heard this over and over again, is going to be what will the 20 somethings do? What will the the wh- what what is their life gonna be like? They're not thinking about that. Just like the 20 somethings, don't give a rat's ass about your 401k or your business or any of those things. And I think there's the issue with a lot of people out there. We all think that everybody's like, well, every woman's going to vote this way because of this. No, that's wrong. Just like every black person votes this way because of this, every brown person, every white person. uh, eh, Need to understand that's not the reality of the world. So when we pigeonhole people and think that a a 21-year-old who's concerned about climate change And abortion is the only two things. And they're going to vote in that direction. And then a 53-year-old, right, who many people believe are going to swing a lot of this, the 50-plus-year-old women, because apparently the men vote doesn't count or whatever, but that they're going to be the ones who are going to swing this, that they have the same care as the 21-year-old. You're wrong. They don't. Life's changed. They got a 21-year-old daughter. Right? They've also got a business. They're looking at retirement. They got bills. You're 21 and no responsibility? Uh, you can worry about stuff. You're 53 with lots of responsibilities. That stuff you worried about at 21 seems insignificant. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Yes, he's going to buy it. I was laughing. It was back. It was forth. It was back. It was forth. He didn't want it. But yeah, he's going to buy it. Uh, Musk buying Twitter.
5: Elon Musk relented, apparently coming to the conclusion he could lose a dispute in Delaware Chancery Court over his desire to abandon the $45 billion acquisition of Twitter. In a letter, his attorneys informed the social media platform Musk intended to proceed to the closing of the transaction as originally planned in April at $54.20 a share. Twitter said it received the letter and intends to close the deal. Yeah. Musk has discussed fixing fake accounts, which he has said have littered Twitter. He also said he would allow former President Trump back onto the platform, though Trump has said he is not interested.
1: Yeah. Uh, one of the things, he, he seems like, he, it's weird because he's he's impulsive and yet not impulsive. And uh, I think free speech is important it's important to me i i wouldn't if unless you're advocating violence uh speak again that's that that's the way it should be now now this is going to be his company it's going to be his uh you know it's th- solely he's buying this so he is going to be the you know the the beginning the middle and the end and he has said unless it goes against nations you know constitutions and in, in, and and their their version of free speech. He is going to allow a lot of stuff and say, "Oh, it's good." What about this and disinformation? Disinformation. That's a you thing. We we put it on the person that puts disinformation out there. We never ever put it on the person that needs to go. I don't know if I believe this. Maybe I should do some research. Maybe he does have problems with bots. That's true. And a lot of that disinformation isn't coming from individuals here. It's coming from people around the world. We do it. They do it. Everybody does it. So it is, it's, it's interesting. I want to see what he's going to do. But when people say, because I'm a big proponent of free speech, let them speak. One of the reasons is because hey, it's always good to know uh, where crazy is. Right? It's always a good thing. And the second thing is. The more people speak, the more people talk, I think the better it is. When you tell somebody they're not allowed to say something because you don't like the way it makes you feel or for whatever reason, right? It's disinformation, right? You say the earth's flat and we know it's not flat and so we deem you to be full of disinformation. Well, that is their belief and let them have their belief. What's the harm? If you don't believe it, okay. Maybe you have a conversation with them. We're so worried about, again, we're protecting people in the way that people receive stuff rather than say, hey, you're a big person. You don't like the show, turn it off. You don't like the music, turn it off. You don't like the radio and what the person's saying, turn it off. You don't like the tweet, don't read it. You don't like the book, don't, don't, don't read it. You don't like the movie, don't see it. Whatever it is, instead we're like, well, uh, somebody may not like this or the way it's taken, so we should just not do it. No, let the speech happen. Again, if you're advocating violence, if it goes against your country's codes or or constitution, you know, he said. uh, But outside of that, no, no. But a question for a lot of people, what
7: happened? Elon Musk proposed this deal to buy Twitter and uh, Twitter agreed to it. And then not many months later, Elon Musk reneged and said that he was, you know, out of the deal. And Twitter is suing him to actually enforce it. Um, So what changed it's not totally clear other than that fact that musk doesn't really have a great case and maybe that was kind of dawning on him
1: yeah and i think he had a better case when he was focusing on the bots how many bots do you really have so you got and by the way twitter's sphere of influence is massive Twitter's reach is not it's not if you look at where Twitter ranks as far as who's got Twitter how many people are at I'm not I have Twitter and I don't I can't even remember the last time I tweeted and the reason's simple I mean everybody's like you need to tweet more you need to do more of this you need to you chat. you know you know do and I'm like ah. it's just a place for argument and hate. Which I don't care if you want to sit there and yelp all day. Here's the beauty of it. I don't want somebody to take something down. If you tell me I'm a POS or I'm a Nazi, I get that all the time, a white supremacist. It, it, It makes me laugh. Go ahead. But it doesn't mean I have to participate. And the other thing is, I'll be honest, we live in a time where because of whiny people, how much good comes out of Twitter? I've seen a lot of people lose jobs on Twitter. I haven't seen too many people get jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He overpaid for it. He felt regret. He tried to use World War as next use because they're going through text messages, right? Like, he's got text messages with Joe Rogan. right? He's got text messages with Dorsey, the founder, who, by the way, you come to find out Dorsey tried to sell it to him a year before. But one of his things was, oh... I don't know if I should get this because of World War Three. We had Twitter uh, showing
6: um, text messages that suggested that Musk was trying to get out of the deal, essentially for reasons that had to do with the political situation, you know, slow down because there might be World War Three. That is not a basis for getting out of the deal, as it turns out. World War Three can happen and he still has to close.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, World War Three really happens. It really doesn't matter about closing or not closing because it's World War Three, And at that point in time, Twitter is not really going to be potentially around if things go sideways. We're going to talk about that, what's going on over there. It's getting uglier for the Russians. I'll tell you that right now. My goodness me, man. Some of those, it, it, if you go, and can you can find anything, YouTube, Twitter, it's really amazing, right? Like somebody's like, they misgendered me, take this down. You're watching people go to their death and so, the other day my buddy was here and uh, he is uh, showing me this thing on YouTube where this drone hovers it's looking around it's looking around it hovers a bunch uh, over a bunch of Russians in a foxhole and blows them up so it kills them and they'll leave that up. <laughs> But they, they, they'll they take down something that you're like, I think the uh, coronavirus uh, came from a lab. Oh, that's, that's horrible. People can't hear that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It is getting uglier over there. Apparently, the men who are going to fight, and I use the word men loosely because a lot of them are older with issues medically. And the younger ones are like, here's a gun. We don't have any bullets. Here's this outfit. That you can wear. The fight's over there. Good luck. And if somebody dies in front of you, pick up their gun and fight. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Rough greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens, get a free bag of rough greens for you. That's right. Free bag of rough greens for you. Not gonna cost you anything. Dr. Dennis Black has made this incredible supplement: vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega 369. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. I've given it to my mom who has, they've got larger dogs, St. Bernard's and stuff like that, and they love it. It's keeping them bouncy, it's keeping them energetic and healthy, and for their ages they're at, they don't have any joint and hip pain, which is amazing. Try it for yourself, it's free. Cover the cost of shipping, they're going to get you a bag out to you free. Roughgreens.com slash chat. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad, roughgreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show.
0: You're listening to The Chad Benson Show.
2: Here's the 1-1. Swung on. There it goes! Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone! Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe, hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger, hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run. The most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season.
1: Yeah, that was last night in Texas. Uh, The trivia question is, Jesus? I think, uh, Tintico? Who was the pitcher who gave up the sixty-second home run? It was in Texas. It was packed, and they went wild too. You hear the fans. That's not New York. He was stretched. So it was a day-night doubleheader. So they played a game in uh, earlier in the day, and right now, I mean, he's their best hitter. He's going to win the MVP, uh, and he is, you know, on the way. He has a chance to win the triple crown, which is home runs, RBIs. And uh, you know batting average, all of those things, but the Yankees are batting him first because they wanted him to get to this. So it was interesting though, because earlier in the day he threw his helmet down uh, because he was pressing, and that's uh, you know that that's you could see it. You could absolutely see he was just, he was trying so hard.
0: Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it tonight when I sat down here. I said, he's going to get this on the first hit.
1: Now they got to go and win the World Series. Yeah, well, you know, he, she, he, she knew it. She knew it. She knew it. She knew it. How does he feel?
3: It's, it's a big relief. You know, I think everybody can finally sit down in their seats and watch the ball game.
1: That's right. Because there was so much. I mean, every time he'd come on ESPN, no matter what it was, they'd flip over and they, and, you know, because it's huge. It's historic. Uh, he's, he's a ginormous human being. I, I I was would he you don't realize how big some people are, not when they stand next to the average person right I'm five ten right So you know it's when they stand next to other athletes in their sport and they're dwarfing them and he came around and they were, all the Yankees were there and they were going up and down and they're excited and he's you know high five and hugging everybody. And I thought, oh, my God, some of those are players. I thought that was the bad boy. That's <laughs> how big he is. And, uh, you know, he's done it essentially with uh, no steroids and no thought of steroids either. Because even when, you know, there was always, we, we all knew what happened with Barry Bonds, right? Like, you know, he never got caught. But the reality is, dude, you were 160 pounds soaking wet when you played with the Pirates. When you finished your career, you were 10 times the size and your head had grown to the point where they had to get one of those novelty hats. That being said, uh, doesn't seem to be any controversy around him, which is awesome. And then the big question, the ball. Who got the ball? What does he think?
3: That's a souvenir for a fan. So, you know, they made a great catch out there and you know, they got every right to it.
1: I love that. We're going to talk a bit about that because I, I posed a question today on Twitter. I know, you just you on Twitter. I posed a question out there about what you would do with the ball. We'll talk about that. Plus, it's Woke Wednesday. We'll do a little wokeness because that's what we do on these Wednesdays. This is the Chad Benson Show.
2: The Chad Benson Show.
0: independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson
2: here's the one one swung on there it goes deep left it is high it is far it is gone 62 to set the new American League record.
1: Wow! That was last night. Before we went to break, I I said I I posted something on Twitter. You don't do Twitter. I know. I did Twitter for this because of an honor of Elon Musk, but because last night, 62 home runs, Aaron Judge, phenomenal thing. Uh, And I love his reaction. And I want to go back to this, what he said about the ball. Because we live in a time now where Whoever caught that may have caught a couple million dollars. But it's also historic. Oh. But it's a couple million bucks. And I love his reaction.
3: That's a souvenir for a fan. So, you know, they made a great catch out there. And, you know, they got every right to it.
1: Yeah. I love that. So, guy got a ball. Right? And, you know, the people are like, what's the destiny of that ball? Whatever that guy wants. Right? Whatever that guy wants. So Dallas sports reporter Bree uh, Aramathis celebrated. Because apparently it was her husband who caught the ball. Corey Yeomans, the Fisher Investments VP who caught Aaron Judge Ball Tuesday night at Global Life Field. That's the name of it. uh, Was whisked away by security so they could authenticate the ball. Now what's it worth? Right now they're saying... Two million bucks. By the way, good good work on the wife there. Uh, Two million. Two million bucks. So he caught it. They authenticated it. It's his. What would you do with it? If they want it back so bad, Major League Baseball and the Hall of Fame make an offer. Maybe the guy wants to keep it. Right, because he's a VP at Fisher Investments. Judging by all the stuff that I'm seeing in the pictures, his life ain't so bad. He ain't desperate for coin, but two million dollars change your world. He might have a net worth of two million, but it might be a net worth of four. That might be a changer right there. Or do you give it back? I love Aaron Judge. He's like that's a fan's ball, and let him have it. I love that. I do. I absolutely love, love, love that. What would you do? You could tweet at us, at Chad Benson Show. I've got the poll up there. Would you keep it? Would you sell it? Would you donate it to the Hall of Fame? Give it back to Aaron Judge. Let us know what you do. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. You know, we touched on Ukraine earlier, and the reason is it's because it's it's getting ugly. And, you know, I said something. It, it it is absolutely a disaster, right? He is lost, right? It, it's it's over. Ukraine is done as uh, as far as as far as them having to worry about the the Russians winning this thing and. This sums it up. Russian reporters
4: are saying that their forces are outnumbered and outgunned and that in many places it's Ukraine that has better men, better intelligence and weapons thanks to that Western support.
1: Yeah, Another 625 million going to them. But one of the things that was very interesting is it's all over the Russian media now. They can't hide it. So the conscripts, right? Like, we, you know, we talked to Mike Lyons last week. We're going to have him on later on this week. We talked to Mike Lyons last week uh the conscripts that he's bringing, you know, he said, look, it's about a year before you ever see the battlefield if you're conscripted. Like, so, so for Vietnam and stuff like that, you know, World War II, you're going to be in training for a while. These people were conscripted less than two three weeks ago. They were given uniforms, some of which don't fit, weapons that are pre-Soviet era in some cases that do not work, not enough ammunition, and told the fight's out there. The fight is out there. They know they're going to their death. There's a guy who's telling, hes so they're filming it. He's inside like one of those recruiting places. He's like, you know, uh, I need medicine because I can barely walk. I got a plate in my head. And the guy's like, yeah, so what? Get out there and fight. And if you're a study of anything, like Stalingrad and Leningrad, you go back and look. You go back and look at the great stands in Russia. And the way they did it was, you're going to run out of bullets before we run out of people. That's a terrifying thing, because they would, you know, and if you're a study of any history, they would essentially, you would follow, you don't have a gun. Don't worry, the guy in front of you is going to be dead in a minute. You'll pick up his gun, and then when you die, the person behind you is going to get your gun. Scary. Scary, scary, scary. And then, of course, the nuclear threat. So... We touched on it a bit yesterday, and we're going to get deeper into it with Mike Lyons later on this week, because Mike Lyons, for, at the time, for NATO, he used to handle the tactical battlefield nukes. How big are they? What could they do?
8: Nobody's thinking that what Putin's going to do is, is take a multi-megaton massive bomb that would you know, incinerate a major city and, and uh, detonate that. In the Ukraine, they're talking about smaller yield. And in and, and nuclear weapons, small is never really small. But somewhere between uh, maybe 50 and, and, and 10 kilotons. So this would be at least what people are surmising. It'd be some sort of a demonstration in an open area over the Black Sea to say, I'm serious and I'm losing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, he's got his new submarine now that uh, uh, the Poseidon nuclear drone is what, you know, people are tossing around out there that they're going to roll out there, which is supposed to be, if you know anything, you know, uh, 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 read anything about this, it's terrifying. So what would happen is, uh, and this is what they claimed in early May. And now that they've got their giant, uh, uh, I don't know what the hell, it's, it's a huge sub that supposedly has this and and again this is all them saying you know what it is or isn't it's a drone that is a nuclear drone all right it's a torpedo so in theory what they're saying and this is what they allege understand that so it goes out into the water and it detonates itself and in doing so, it causes a tsunami, according to them, that would be, uh, well, it can travel up to sixty miles an hour, uh, and it would be five five hundred meters. So what's like 1,600 feet tall waves that would smash in. So imagine wiping out if you're on the coast, right? So imagine like Florida just being gone. There's no Florida anymore. So imagine, you know, it's like people who are living in, you know, uh, coastal communities. You're done. Screw uh, climate change. This is is something different. And that's what they're saying that they have. But they're saying it. Saying and, and proving are two different things. And, you know, what have we always talked about here? It's not what you, know. it's not even what you think you know what we have. It's the true, you have no idea what we have. That's the thing that should scare you. Oh, yeah, that does not sound uh, good. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three 538 2423 At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. We've been getting woke throughout the day. You guys know what it's called. It's Woke Wednesday. We like to be wokey. It's that time of the week where we
7: break it down for you and get you woke.
6: It's alright, I feel that way too. It's
0: alright.
7: <laughs> Let it <me> out. <know. laughs> like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men?
0: How dare you? White women raise the white boys who grow up to be little, misogynistic, patriarchal tyrants.
3: I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit.
0: <gasps> I'm mad. It's
1: time for Woke Wednesday. Woke Wednesday, and where should we go? Let's start here. It's wackiness. This is a Vermont high school volleyball team, and it probably deserves more time than we're giving. You now we gave it. If you miss any of the show in the podcast, grab the uh, the first hour. We did a little bit more with this, but this right here is the height of insanity. All right, so you've got a high school volleyball team, my right? girls, who feel a bit uncomfortable.
7: A high school volleyball team has been banned from its own locker room while school officials investigate a conflict involving a transgender student on the team.
6: Vermont Education Policy says that students can play sports and use whatever locker room corresponds with their gender. But some members of the Randolph Girls Volleyball Team say that they object to having one of their transgender teammates be in the room while they change. I spoke to one of the girls. It's a huge thing. Everyone's asking, like, so why aren't you allowed in the locker room? Like...
1: Why are she allowed in the locker room? Well, because there is a person who identifies as a girl, but still has a willy.
6: Ew. Alan says the dispute started when the trans student made an inappropriate comment while members of the volleyball team were getting changed. She says her issue is not with having the trans student on the team or at school, but specifically in the locker room. Biological boys that go in the girls' bathroom, but never a locker room situation. Under state law, the transgender student could use whatever locker room they identified with all the girls who feel uncomfortable, so pretty much 10 girls to get changed in a single-style bathroom, which would take over 30 minutes, when if one person got changed separately, it would take a minute, like, no extra time.
1: Yeah, and and this is that insanity we talk about, which is, let's let's bend and cater. Here's the other thing. If you're transgender, and you want to be a part of something, you really do, right? You know, you're already going through your stuff, and, and I'm not going to discount any of that. But if you're transgender, maybe you go, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. This is not a big deal. I'm not going to make this a big deal. This isn't about fighting for tomorrow. This is about understanding that right now, today, I want everybody to feel comfortable and I want to be on the team. I want to be a part of the team. So, But instead, it's everybody runs and like, no, 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 no. we got to fix this. we got to fix this because they feel like uh, it's some sort of badge of honor and justice. You know, maybe you stand up and say, nah, nah, nah. You know what? This is a team and I'm part of the team and because I'm part of the team, Let's I want everybody to feel like we're we're doing this together. That will go a long way in endearing people. Plus, if you're transgender and you've got yourself a willie, even though you you know, you you identify or believe you're a girl and you're making some rude and crude comments that make girls uncomfortable, well then, that's also an issue.
6: Lisa Floyd, the co-principal of Randolph Union High School, declined to go on camera, but in an email told me that student safety was the district's highest priority, and that when policies are violated, disciplinary action consistent with the law will be taken. But the policy goes on to state that a transgender student should not be required to use a locker room or restroom that conflicts with the student's gender identity. So every girl, no one's allowed in the locker room, no volleyball girls, even during school to get changed for gym class, no one's
9: allowed from volleyball.
1: Yeah, see, and that's stupid right there. That doesn't help. Let's talk to somebody who is transgender.
9: Caitlin! Now, does this trans girl have the right, under Vermont law, to be on the team and to use the the locker room? Yes, she does. Do these girls have the right to tell the school board how uncomfortable they are being in a locker room with basically a biological boy with a penis? Absolutely, they do.
1: Yeah. But one is if you say it you're transphobic if which is insane right like so because let's be real doesn't have breasts and when they're fully naked you wouldn't know that would make some people feel uncomfortable i would think
9: what is the school's solution to this well, let's ban the 10 girls who complain the complainers put them off in the corner in their own little part of the locker room and don't do anything when it comes to the this trans person honestly everything is out of whack right now so and these things have to stop so the trans person can obviously use a different area of the locker room and then everybody's happy
10: yeah
1: it should have been and 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 the, the trans person should have said ah you know what uh, uh don't worry right it's part of being a team it's sometimes going you know what don't worry about it don't worry about it and getting people more comfortable and having an understanding but if you're the girl you can't say that and that's that's the insanity of which we live that's the wokeness 538 three eight twenty four three. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do, baby. I do. Like I say, take that. Uh, uh, tell me what you do with the ball. You got Aaron Judge's balls worth $2 million. Uh, they say, what would you do with it? 323-538-2423. Three, 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 Lear Capital. Right now, inflation's up, down and sideways, up, downside. What would you think you should do right now? Well, why don't you look and say, all right, you know, my investment's not quite sure. I'm going to take a small portion and put it somewhere. How about Lear Capital, metals, gold, precious metals. I want you to check them out at LearChad.com. What do they offer? They offer some amazing stuff. Like, first and foremost, they're going to show you, uh, hey, guys, try a trade here with us. If you feel uncomfortable after the first 24 hours, we'll back the trade out. It's not going to cost you a penny. That's pretty awesome. Great Trust Pilot rating, 25 years of experience, and they're going to give you a free Kennedy Silver Half Dollar. L-E-A-R, Chad.com, LearChad.com, LearChad.com. Chad Benson Show.
0: The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye.
7: The King's rapper, Kanye West provocative in Paris, staging a surprise fashion show and sporting a White Lives Matter t-shirt. He also dressed his models in shirts proclaiming White Lives Matter. Kanye also joined by conservative commentator Candace Owens, also wearing the same top. In case West's views weren't clear, he followed up on Instagram, writing, "Quote: Everyone knows Black Lives Matter was a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome." Jaden Smith, one of those in attendance at the fashion show, he left in protest. And Vogue editor Gabriella Carifa Johnson called the shirts pure violence. Violence.
1: Pure violence! What the hell is wrong with you people? By the way, Black Lives Matter is an absolute scam. Not the the movement behind it, right? Or or you know, not 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 the thought behind it, the the will behind it. That you know, hey, we're we're not the same. Black Lives do not that the people who put it together turned it into a massive scam. They pilfered the coffers. They took the money. They screamed we're Marxist and we're and next thing you know they're buying houses and they're selling stuff to their sisters for a dollar that's worth six ma- they scammed the hell out of it. And corporate America you guys, you dumbasses you paid the freight you paid the freight you did. I don't feel sorry about it. You gave big money because you know what you were doing? You were hoping to buy some goodwill It was your race tax. He just pointed something out that was hilarious. It's pure violence. How is it pure violence? It's a t-shirt. Doesn't do anything. That is a lie. Violence is violence. Period. Words are just words. But it's pure violence. No, he said something that was true. pointed out that it was a scam. And it was a scam. Because I do think there were people out there in their hearts, and 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 still there are people in running some of the organization that want to do the right thing, that tried to do the right thing, and they realized it was a scam. And what caused? Was it Hawk Newsom talked about it right? Like he's he's out there, I think in New York, the, the runs one of the you know because they got the chapters, he, he's pissed as are a lot of people. You took a bunch of money and you jumped. And every time you turn around, it's the, uh, and that's a sad, sad situation. But the money flowed free, and everybody was willing to give, and and all these big corporations wanted to have their social justice tax paid, so they paid it, and that's what happens. They ran out. It's a, It's just violence. Shut up. 323 3, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Right now, a vast majority of you, we're talking about the Aaron Judge home run ball last night. Historic 62nd American League uh, record. Uh, what would you do with it? A vast majority of you are saying, uh, I'm selling it. It's worth a lot of money. Life changing, that's for sure. Solid fun day. We got over the hump, as we always do. You, God, have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Night, night, Jack.
0: This is the Chad Benson Show.